0: Yo, guys! Welcome to the Great Cave. It's Kogu. Got Monty here as always. What up, Monty? What's going on? What's going on? How was your day? Um, I'm not gonna lie, man. I just woke up uh, an hour or so ago. I home. was
1: about to fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we we almost didn't get this episode done today, but I'm glad we did. Um, yeah. I'm I'm a vampire, if you guys didn't know. I be suffering with bouts of insomnia and stuff like that. We've talked about this on a previous episode, I think, but um, yeah. But we're, but we're here, and um, there's a lot to go over. I mean, we got Eminem releasing new music, and apparently he has a lot of noteworthy disses on it. Uh, Ti calling a, a phrase called thought prevention hours" uh, in regards to his daughter, um, little baby caught in another. Uh, Drama storm with a, a different porn star that's accusing him of um, cheating on his girlfriend. You got a uh, Lil Wayne getting dragged allegedly for selling Drake and Nicki Minaj's masters. Although there's some, there's some, um, there's some conflicts uh, in terms of like, like some people say that Wayne only sold the collaborations that he has with Drake, and other people are saying no, he he sold all their albums pre 2018. So that should be interesting. And then you got um, uh, famous Dex. Oh yeah, famous Dex got famous Dex. You know who um, ver- he worried fans because he uh, had a viral. Vi- there was a video he did that went viral, showing how drugged out he was, and kind of snapping at people, wishing that he would get help. And then the very next day, he went to rehab. So we'll we'll talk a little bit about that. And um, yeah, that's pretty much. What's going on? Oh, Congress passed the new copyright law. Uh we're gonna we don't get into that um and talk about from our perspective on, on on like our understanding on it from the article that I read. But um I think I think it's important to talk about. And uh yeah, much. let's get into it, man. So did you um did you hear the eminem out? I-
1: yeah, I, I listened to it, man. But I'll, 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 I'll reserve my thoughts for the, for the end of the discussion, but yeah, man. And the new album, he dropped, uh, he dropped a, not just one or two numerous, numerous indirect dishes in the, in the album. And, mm. and it's, okay. it's pretty interesting because, you know, Eminem, he, every time he has an album, he, he, <laughs> he just can't help himself. Just, but it's even, even like the, even at least one, one rapper or just artist. Sometimes he doesn't even go after artists. He'll he'll go after like a celebrity or whatever. So yeah, man, he, he he definitely targeted a few people for this album.
0: Damn. So so Eminem nowadays he's he's more mature. He's way more mature than his um than his Slim Shady counterpart. Um, and as we see, he doesn't have any like dyed hair anymore, and um. With that being said, I'm surprised that, you know, he's still out here dissing people. Although I'm all for it. I wanna I wanna get into like who he dissed and all that. But uh it, it has been in his it has been in the fabric of his career to diss people. Like we gotta if you look at um uh, the real the real Slim Shady, where he randomly dissed Will Smith, he said Will Smith don't got a cuss to my records, but I do, so fuck him and fuck you too. Like he didn't have no real beef with Will Smith, he just
1: yeah. included his name in it. So uh also in this album, a lot of the disses are kind of you know, kind of not not well intentioned. And also some of them are kind of they seem kind of friendly, also, you know. Oh,
0: like friendly, friendly jabs.
1: Yeah, yeah, friendly back and forth. Or, you know, it, it just depends on how you look at it.
0: Oh, snap. So I, I remember seeing Eminem apologize for siding with Chris Brown. Uh, the leak in question, as widely reported at the time, saw Eminem rapping. Of course, I with Chris Brown and Zeus, but M's M offered a heartfelt apology to Rihanna, which is crazy that Eminem did that, bro. Because Eminem and Rihanna have like a a big collab history. Uh, they've broken a lot of records together, uh, specifically with that record "Love the Way You Lie." <laughs> so for Eminem to like record yeah, like, yeah, yeah I with Chris Brown. That's yeah, wild. He oh.
1: even came after Snoop Dogg, but I think. That one might be a little little bit more of the friendly one because he also came at other people too. And they, they didn't take it too lightly. But yeah, Complex did a re- really nice article just uh, you know, dropping dropping codes from the album of every people, every people he kind of went after.
0: So um it says in the third verse, in the third verse of Zeus, Eminem reflects on his years in the game, saying he's seen the hot, hugest debuts while also uh, seeing other artists come and go. Though not a diss, he warns Drake that according to his own experiences, the public will eventually turn on him too. And the quote goes, and Drake, they're gonna turn on you one day too. And the more you win, the sooner they do. Bro, here's the thing about Drake. Drake will fall off tomorrow and still have like the most dominant win in hip hop history. And it, he's showing no signs of slowing up. Like. Like Drake was told these things back in twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. Yeah. Like you're not gonna always be the hottest. But as far as I'm concerned, bro, this dude is unstoppable. So I'm yes, I guess at some point the public will lose interest in Drake. It's just that his run his run has been so elongated and he can put out something like Tootsie Slide and break the internet. Yeah. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. I would uh, say,
1: yeah, that that this dish would stick if Drake was, you know, probably five or six years younger you know but he's been here so long and you know people do hate on him a lot and he's still and we have a f- close friend who really doesn't like drake yeah but, you know yeah but he's exactly. he's been here and he, he's been he, he gets a lot of hate but he's still here and making a lot of money and still at the top and you know if, if in a couple of years he loses that spot honestly i wouldn't be surprised it's like you know he's been here for a long time so I wouldn't think Drake wouldn't be even mad about it. He he probably wants to step down from the role, and just, you know, take a back seat. And cause he already made his money, man. He has a, he has a huge mansion now, so he doesn't really need to stay at the top anymore. And honestly, he, it's surprising how long he already stayed at the top. Cause you know, he's been there for so many years so far.
0: Yeah. Some people speculate, like, when is Drake going to like really push OVO because he has a record label, but outside of party next door, um, he has artists that, that a lot of people don't know of. So I, it yeah. would be interesting to see Drake actually push them to the forefront. Um, but I wish, on, I
1: wish he would push uh Maji Jordan a lot more, you know, that, hmm. you know, that duo. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think I heard one song from, him. um, but they were pretty dope. Um, so also in Zeus, Machine Gun Kelly gets an early mention as Eminem ponders someone who believes MGK came out on top in their infamous public feud. Quote, Fairweather wishy-washy, she thinks the machine washed me. Swear to God, man, her favorite rapper, Wishy Cross Me. Hmm. And on that, the official video, which can be found below, M seemingly references MGK in the chorus. Quote, they come at me with machine guns, like trying to fight off a gnat. They come at me with machine guns, like trying to fight off a net. Okay. Um. Going back to the machine gun Kelly Eminem feud, who who do you, who do you think topped that?
1: Obviously Eminem, man, and I, I don't know why he needs to go back to that rivalry because you know it was dead and buried. Everybody, mostly everybody, agreed that you know Eminem had had the better better track and just he just overall won the beef, but and I think Machine Gun Kelly also just moved on because we haven't really seen him mention him like in probably over a year now because he, he's been he's been going a different lane he's probably, he's not even doing rap songs anymore he's doing a lot more a am more sad boy rockish type music you know he's 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 he's, perfor- he's he's definitely doing a different type of style of rap and I think uh, I think this just digs up just not and it's just not needed, you know. This dish was just not needed. And just Eminem it's like, bro, you already won. You don't gotta you don't gotta you you don't gotta dig this up again.
0: Yeah, I don't wanna I don't want part two of this beef. <laughs> I don't wanna yeah, I don't want disc records uh, going back and forth again. Um going back to the beef, I think I think Eminem lyrically topped them. Although I do think the initial disc record with Machine Gun Kelly it actually helped his career. People yeah. started listening to his other songs and stuff like that. Uh, and that's what Eminem worried about. Uh, if you go back to that Sway interview he did, he was going back and forth with himself on whether he should even diss back because on one hand, he wants to crush him, but on the other hand, he knows that he'll bring Machine Gun Kelly more fans. It ain't like he killed Machine Gun Kelly's
1: career. He actually uh, made him stronger, man. He was He's actually been doing pretty well with the new lane he's testing out. Like it's very it's very rock heavy influence like late two uh, thousands rock type music mixed with rap you know, and he's been doing pretty well so I don't know if if Eminem really helped with that but it's it's something way different than you know the the old Machine Gun Kelly that's like strictly trap or just rap you know, and I don't know I don't think I don't think Machine Gun Kelly is really gonna reply back. Well, he he did he did post on. I think Instagram just saying this shit is this shit is weak, but I don't think uh, we're gonna get anything more besides that. Yeah. Okay.
0: So he just a lot of people. I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip some of these. Like uh, he he went at Mariah Carey, but that's whatever. That's like yeah. That's
1: like a, he's been going at her for for years. I don't know, man. Right. You right, should leave uh, Carrie alone, man. So here's
0: the interesting thing that I actually missed. So apparently earlier this year um hold on there's ads popping up apparently earlier this year fans reacted to snoop Dogg saying eminem is not on his top 10 rappers of all time list and uh snoop said eminem the great white hope white rappers have zero respect in rap let's keep that one thou one thou out wow. dr dre has probably put eminem in the position oh my god these ads are crazy uh I'm on complex.com, y'all. Complex, y'all got to get y'all ads together, bro. <laughs> like this is.
1: Yeah, it's like wild. you want to support, but you know, if you if you're doing too much ad, we got to pull up the ad block.
0: Exactly, exactly. Like Monty, as I'm reading this, like a whole window popped up. Like it, it, it's crazy. Anyway, um, the Great White Hope. Like so, so Snoop Dogg said that Eminem was a Great White Hope, and he brought respect to white rappers. Okay. Uh Dr. Dre has probably put Eminem in the position that he would be considered one of the top ten rappers ever. I don't think so, but the game thinks that he's top ten lyricist and everything that comes with it. That's just because he's with Dr. Dre. Oh my God, bro! Uh yo, Snoop, I, <laughs> I think he's kind of tripping, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I think he's kind of tripping. But anyway, yeah, I think, Eminem I said, think
1: this, uh, you know, quote unquote, this was kind kind of warranted, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Kind of had so, to push back at him. Mm-hmm. So Eminem said in reference to that, he said, uh, "I'm diplomatic because I'm trying to be. Last thing I need is Snoop Dogg in me, man. Dog, he was like a god to me, man. Not really. I had dog backwards, um, and that's pretty much that. Not, not, not a severe thing. It's to me, it's like a jab.
1: Yeah, he, he was probably um, annoyed at how, how he ranked Eminem. So he was like, you know what? I gotta put some bars for him.
0: Yeah, it's the it's the race narrative too, that." That kind of gets annoying, but um, bro, Eminem is a lyrical genius. <laughs> like, he's definitely top 10 greatest of all time for me. Um, and I don't feel like you gotta dive in, you ain't gotta be the biggest fan of his subject matter to acknowledge that he should be top 10 greatest of all time, not top 10 favorite, your personal favorite, but in terms of greatest of all time. And I think that deals with stuff like impact, sales, everything. Eminem has to be there. Matter of fact, he's the number one selling rapper, I believe, of all time. Uh, but anyway,
1: some people will say like oh, he he only he only made that because he's the he's the probably the best white rapper. You know, if 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 it was like you know he was a different color, he wouldn't be in that spot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people say that, but yeah, I probably disagree with that too. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, now, even <laughs> if M&M does have have those fans that's like, oh, I don't listen to rap, but I do listen to Eminem.
1: Yeah, those, <laughs> those, are, those are those are very annoying, bro.
0: They are annoying, bro. They're, they're annoying
1: as hell. Like they only- they will they will list all the white rappers and they they'll say these are my favorite rappers. You know, these this is real rap music <laughs> and yeah, uh, nah, and nah, discount nah. anybody, anybody even darker skin who make rap like you know, and they're like yep, yep. very so, disingenuous. So Eminem, this
0: six nine, who is thought to be like unkillable, undissable. Although we got to acknowledge 6 9 has been, uh, seems to be dwindling a little bit. Um, like I'm not hearing that much about him anymore. Um, so Eminem says, she says I'm trash, but she listens to Takashi, bitch, you lost me. Damn. So Eminem is imagining, imagining having a conversation with someone who's in music he rejects. Uh, okay.
1: That's a valid point. <laughs> 6 oh, 9 yeah. is not how you gonna say it, my music trash, yeah. but
0: you listen to Takashi? Like you're 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 eliminated from giving an opinion.
1: Yeah, you don't do um, six nine for for if you have immaculate taste. Obviously, you pretty much have it in the background, or you know, just looking up on what's he up to recently. You know, what prank he's pulling. Pulling. Right.
0: So the oh, one sad. the
1: one that's interesting to me is the Chance the Rapper one. I was just about to read that one.
0: Yeah, so it says, back to Zeus again, we hear a mention of Chance the Rapper as Eminem continues the career-based warnings that also saw him mention Drake earlier in the third verse. So he goes at Chance the Rapper saying, quote, they'll be calling you a trash bin, saying that your new one isn't better than your last, and even if it is, once they start to turn their backs, they ain't never coming back in. They did it to Chance.
1: Man, Mm -hmm. Chance is getting dogged on like recently you know with uh, with the losses that happened i've seen a lot of videos pop up on just youtube from a lot of the big people who talk about raps just, just saying tra- chance the rapper is trash, the downfall of chance the rapper you know so many videos like that and and now m&m's coming after man you got to you got to be like damn chance yeah what happened to you bro
0: yeah yeah even joe button had to rescind his prediction uh he had Chance to rapper becoming the next Drake, Damn. and then yeah, when he released the the big day, he had to take it back.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I definitely get why why you know Joe Budden definitely made that prediction because Chance was a couple years ago. He was huge, man. He was appearing everywhere in the mainstream scene. He was uh, I think I saw he was like the sixth or seventh rapper ever to appear on like Sesame Street. And he was on. He he appeared on so many late night shows that you know rappers you usually don't appear in, and and he was uh he was like the SNL headliner for so many times, and it's pretty insane how 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 popular he got after he released I think the Coloring Book and also Acid Rap after that, and it's pretty crazy how much he fell down. So I definitely want to see Chance the Rapper come back, man. You don't want to see anybody anybody just have that downfall be their final, 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 final thing that they go through. You know. Damn.
0: Okay. Yeah. J- Ch- Chance the rapper was a was an artist that could do no wrong a couple of years ago, um, and he kept saying he was independent. And so, if you believe that, then he was doing things that that uh, nobody's ever done in terms of those spots. You know, going on Ellen or or being on front of Apple Music and stuff like that. Um, yeah but i'm not i'm not saying chance the rapper can't bounce back i'm not i'm not gonna count him out but eminem in that quote seems to say that the people that left his fan base probably won't come back even if chance drops a another one like acid rap Two.
1: oh yeah yeah hopefully hopefully we definitely need a redemption album because you know i'm always down <laughs> for that yeah definitely so um he did give a shout out to King Von though. At first, I was like, "Damn, this might be a, this might be bad if he if he's dissing King Von," but he yeah. he, he kind of paid a tribute, you know.
0: Now, now guys, like Eminem went at a lot of people. We're not gonna <laughs> read it all, or we'll be here all day. Uh, but yeah, he did shout out King Von, like you said. Um, he went at Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, police brutality, MAGA hat or MAGA fan base, Manchester bombing, Boston Marathon bombing. So. Uh, you know, per usual Eminem stuff. Yeah. Um I guess the last thing I'll say is he, like Billy Eilish, back in May of 2019, said that Eminem freaked her out as a, as a kid, and Eminem poked fun at that, saying, um, "I'm really just fulfilling my wish of killing rhymes, which is really childish and silly, but I'm really like this. I'm giving nightmares to Billy Eilish." So <laughs>
1: yeah, that's not, you know, not really, really a dish, you know. He's not just, not a dish at a, all. He's just you know making a. Just uh, re- referencing what Billie Eilish uh, herself said, has said. So, you know, like a shout out <laughs> mostly. So, right. yeah, people, a lot of people hide this up like, oh, he, why did he have to dish uh, Billie Eilish? He didn't do anything. Obviously, it's not really a dish. It's more like a, just a, it's like a rhyme. He probably just used this as a rhyme scheme, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, Billie Eilish has a crazy fan base too. She has one of those fan bases that'll fight
1: you on anything um and honestly she's also very talented so she i haven't really seen any crazy billy eilish fans like you know like a lot of the some other fandoms which which really which kind of reflect on how i guess how how not too sensationalist she is you know she's more she's more down to earth i would say too so
0: she doesn't really have
1: those crazy Fan boys or fan girls or I haven't really yeah. seen them. She probably has them, obviously, but they're not as rabid as some other fan bases.
0: Yeah, like uh, BTS. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can't say anything bad, man. We can't. We cannot say anything. Yeah, I don't about want K-pop. no problem. I don't want no problems with the K-pop fans at all. Um, yeah, I don't want our show canceled before it even has a chance. You know.
0: Yeah, I've <laughs> I've never seen a fan base go as hard. I don't think for artists as BTS because like, yeah, like, like K-pop fans were like, every meme that they post will be a meme referencing their favorite band, like every meme, like they won't post a meme that doesn't have their favorite band in it. Yeah. uh, So, so they go hard,
1: but it's It's weird. It's weird. Like if you're outside of it and if you don't know who they are, it's like, it seems like I don't even know what they're talking about. You know, it's not even funny. So it's like it's probably only funny to very uh, only the hardcore fans. So it's always weird. But hey, man, shout out to them, though. They, they, if you could cultivate a fan base like that, man, you're you're set for life.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Now, um, I guess we're going to have to bring the, the mood down a little bit uh, because uh, a topic dealing with another goat, Lil Wayne, uh, getting dragged for reportedly selling Drake and Nicki Minaj's masters. Um, now it says Lil Wayne sold all of Young Money's masters, including collaborations with Drake, Nicki Minaj, and Tiger, in a reported deal worth 100 million. First off, bros, if this is true, Wayne undersold himself. Um, Bob Dylan just sold his entire catalog for like 300 million, and there's not a lot of artists that are fucking with Lil Wayne's catalog. So for him to only get 100 million, period, and especially if he's including Young Money artists, that's insane. Yeah. That's yeah, because exactly.
1: Drake, I would, I would think Drake's masters just alone would be, would be more than one hundred million. You know, definitely,
0: definitely. So, um, the article on HotNewHipHop says people are seriously angry about the new update in this story, as if, as it was initially reported, as though he had sold his own masters for that price. Now it's coming out that Drake's pre twenty eighteen discography and Nicki Minaj's albums were likely included. The specifics of the deal remain very unclear, and with Drake and Nicki Minaj both claiming that they own their masters on multiple occasions, it's not definite how this will affect them. Still, fans are going off on Lil Wayne for this business move, using social media as a means to completely obliterate Lil Wayne. Um, I guess before I go any further, Wayne has been having a tough-ass year, bro. A very tough year. Uh, He did release No Ceiling 3, which I'm hearing great things about. I haven't heard it but we're talking about his endorsement of Trump. We're talking about him pleading guilty to that gun charge. And now fans are are going at him because it's to them, Wayne has betrayed his own artists. And uh, they supported little Wayne when he was going back and forth with Birdman because Birdman was somebody that, that apparently was taking more money than he should. And Wayne finally got his master's back just to sell it back to university. And um, yeah, a lot of people look at that as a, a weak move.
1: Um yeah, man, I if I'm how do you think uh Drake or Nicki Minaj would feel if they heard this that, you know, Little Wayne uh probably probably somebody who they probably look up to a lot has sold their masters like that.
0: Yeah, it's a uh, it's insane, bro. Like again, if it, if it was just Little Wayne's collaborations with Drake and Tyga and all them that, that's fine, but if it's really All of Drake and Nicki Minaj's album pre 2018, so we're talking nothing was the same. We're talking Take Care. We're talking Nicki Minaj's Pink Friday, Pink Friday Roman Reloaded. Like these are like these are big albums, bro. Like uh, Young Money, those three artists dominated the 2010s. And um, but the the thing that confuses me though is Drake and Nicki Minaj has said that they own their own masters. So I'm, I'm kind of like I'm kind of wondering like what what's going on. Yeah, this
1: situation is very confusing but from the details that we that we know so far even that is very uh confusing because some people some people are saying you know he actually did sell the uh, sell the masters like drake and Nicki minaj's masters some people are saying it was only his so it's very yeah. tough to judge like what really happened in the background exactly but if it was true man that's that's yeah that is very disappointing and and I, I'm wondering like, you know, if there's gonna be bad blood between uh Drake and Minaj and, you know, Little Wayne, even Tyga. So, you know, you don't wanna see any any group go through like that, especially with uh, especially all the hardships.
0: Yeah, and uh some like I'm gonna read some of these tweets. So somebody said, Why Wayne ain't give Nicki Minaj and Drake a chance to buy their own masters? Now to be fair, we don't know that. I don't know if Wayne went to nikki or drake and said hey you want to buy these if he didn't that's a bad look <laughs> like damn give him you know at least give him a chance to buy it i feel like drake is somebody especially that will be interested in having his own masters uh he's very big on ownership and stuff like that
1: yeah i would think he he would already own his masters because you know drake he, he has all the money he could just fucking buy that shit right out
0: yeah definitely um so some some people are tweeting. Uh, fucking with Trump got Lil Wayne selling Drake and Nicki's Nikki, Nicki's masters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne's deal to sell his masters for a hundred million reported. Blah blah blah. Lil Wayne can't sell masters he doesn't own. Drake and Nicki did not sign a three sixty deal. It's like y'all got worms for brains. Um. Yeah, majority of the the, the consensus on Twitter is that uh, Wayne is a is a coward
1: is a backbiter blah 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 blah. so um yeah it puts somebody... a lot more uh, stain on on the label being one of the goats man because you know he's your one of your favorites too and and you know he probably had some other recent news is that kind of kind of disappointed you also so it's like damn man another one to to you know kind of hurt one of my favorite artists yeah somebody put together
0: a uh... A checklist that said, uh, man, Lil Wayne going down is horrendous. Uh, endorsed Trump. He was left by his girlfriend. Uh, he pled guilty to a federal gun charge. He was caught with heroin on him. He sold his masters. And he's getting sued for $20 million by his manager. Um,
1: man, he must be going uh, through tough times mentally, man. Like I said, you know, one of the pre- previous episodes. Hopefully he's okay. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Definitely. Now, now here's the thing, though. If you're getting sued for $20 million by man- a manager and he's prepping to do possible prison time, I could see him possibly wanting to make sure he has a lot of money to come back home to. Um,
1: probably that was his motivation, you know, because he's probably losing a lot of money with dealing with all all, the, all these other shit, all yeah. the gun char- charges and, you know, being sued. And, man, mm-hmm. it's probably, probably his... Probably his uh, uh his accountant or you know, like the the person who handles his money probably advised him and he just went with that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but as as that as that situation develops, we'll uh we'll definitely report on it. Um I I'm just gonna predict it now. Uh Jay Prince <laughs> might have something to say about that. Cause Jay Prince always uh seems to have Drake's back and Jay Prince Junior discovered Drake. He's the one that put Drake on the Wayne, and I think he gets a percentage of Drake's uh stuff. So uh you might you might hear rap a lot and Jay Prince speak out on what Wayne did. I'm not sure though. Um yeah, but-
1: speaking of Jay Prince, he he recently appeared on Joe Rogan's podcast, man. Joe Rogan's? Yeah, Jay Prince. He did a he did a whole episode talking about uh his influences in hip hop and boxing and all that, you know. He he didn't really go too in depth because you know he probably he probably didn't want to reveal all the crazy shit he has done over the years. But you know he still he still goes over a lot of stuff in that podcast.
0: Okay, okay, that's you seem- definitely check
1: it out. That that that's like an episode that might you might find
0: uh, entertaining. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's definitely a legend, and he's one of the most feared people in hip hop. Um, so on to a. I guess a lighter note, a uh, little baby caught in the middle of girlfriend Jada, she, Jada, hold on, little baby caught in the middle of girlfriend Jada and porn star Tiana Trump's war of words. Um, so if you guys remember last time we talked about how this porn star named Miss London put a little baby on blast by saying that she got paid to have sex with him and that uh, his girlfriend will never leave him. Um, and so following that, this is like a part two, another porn star Tiana Trump this is a name I recognize. I, I didn't know about Miss London, but Tiana Trump is, is pretty big on Twitter. Uh, and uh, a lot of people are fans of her catalog, or porn catalog. He's definitely um, one of the
1: famous ones.
0: Yeah. Uh, but she, it seemed like she came out of nowhere. Like Jada, like baby's girlfriend, little baby's girlfriend, just posted a tweet that said, um, send me a nude. And then it says me. And it's like a picture. So it was like a little meme type thing.
1: Yeah, and she's dressing very classy, you know, not not showing off anything, which exactly which I'm for. <laughs> but and you know the and she came out just uh, threw some shade at her. Yeah, and
0: Tiana Trump came out of nowhere and said, "That's why you got cheated on." It's like, whoa, okay. And I like if you just take that, maybe Tiana Trump could just be referring to the Miss London situation. But when you scroll down um she uh hold on Tiana Trump Oh okay so uh Jada I was I was hoping that they would have the tweets I don't know if the the, uh, the tweet was deleted of what Tiana Trump said in response I think she may have deleted it but she did say uh J- well Jada little baby's girlfriend Jada did say but you suck dick for a living and he said um and then Tiana Trump doubled down on this, on that statement and claimed that Little baby knows all about her occupation. The porn star went even further to say that little baby needs to check his girl before Trump unleashes the receipts to prove her night with the rap star did happen.
1: Um, yeah, man, how many, how many uh porn stars did Little Baby fuck, man? (laughs) (laughs) That's probably, yeah, man, that's probably his, I don't know, probably his addiction or some shit, especially, especially if he he was in a relationship and doing all that shit, man. Somebody needs to check Little Baby.
0: Mm, yeah. Um. Now, there was a lineup of tweets of uh of Jada, baby's girlfriend, saying, why these hoes come for me first, then hit me with the check, your man. Like, is that what this is really about? Y'all got the game fucked up. Y'all trifling this hell, all y'all just nasty. If y'all can't see through the lame shit by now, y'all stupid. These bitches really be picking with me and then bring him up like, huh? I don't even be on all that mean girl shit. I barely like clapping back. But as soon as I do, it's all your nigga this or all your nigga that. Like, bitch, go to hell.
1: I feel bad for her, man. Like, you imagine, you know, you just even trying to move on and, you know, even probably forgive little baby like, you know what, Uh, you know, you did your shit, you know, now we got to we got to move on from this and, you know, try to do better. And <laughs> people just come at you and just bring an old shit back up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at any of um, Jada's tweets and look under the uh, look under at the mentions and responses, everybody keeps bringing up like, yo, why are you still with little baby? Like she's getting she's getting hit with a lot of uh, media attention and fans wondering why she's still with him or taking, quote unquote, abuse or whatever. Uh, I think that's kind (laughs) of that's pretty petty. Like if she wants to still be with him, that's that's
1: her that's like personal business, you know. So it's like, you know, it's her yeah. choice. We can't really make that up for her. Yeah, and for all
0: I know, maybe her and little baby got to understand it. Like, yeah, a lot of times in these relationships, the girl might be like, "Hey, I know you're a man. Do you go do your thing. I just don't want to hear about it." Um, but the problem is when these porn stars use that against Jada, that's that's when the news happens or whatever. So yeah. Um, I don't know, but I'm with you. Actually, I kind of feel bad for Jada too because they're coming at her out of nowhere, it seems like. Yeah, she's um, supposed to
1: like... she's she's not trying to bring up anything, but a lot of, a lot of these, uh, you know, people who probably de- dealt with Lil Baby just bringing it up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah. are, what do you think their end goal is to just bring it up? Bring it up know. like they gain attention or, you know, just cause... Just be, you know, probably she succeeded her goal of having her uh, name in the headlines and all that.
0: I will say there's a giant uptick in in porn star interaction whenever a porn star claims that she's had sex with a mainstream star. Right. Uh, This even goes back to DJ Vlad interviews where there was this one porn star that was talking on Lil Wayne and saying that she was commenting on Lil Wayne's dick size and all that. And uh, it went viral or uh, when Mia Khalifa put Drake on blast, saying that Drake slid in her DMs. Now, next thing you know, Mia Khalifa is being reported everywhere. Uh, so I think it benefits them because, you know, let's say they have an OnlyFans or something. A lot of people are like, oh, who is yeah. Keanu Trump? Um, so I guess the end goal is just more attention and possibly more money from people that want to see, uh, see the sex and stuff.
1: Yeah, also, you know, once people hear, oh, you know, shit. She's probably high value. I'm gonna check it her out. If she's like, you know, sleeping with rappers and shit, big famous rappers. Yeah, exactly. Hey man, that's social media. That's that's how it is, bro. It's 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 not real. It's just there for marketing and just stirring shit up. So you're just better off not being on there.
0: Mhm. Mhm. Um, now Monty, what do you know about famous
1: decks, though? Famous Dex, I wouldn't say I'm a I'm a huge fan, but he definitely has one 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 hit song that I listen to. I forgot the name, but you know, it has that Asian influence.
0: Japan, I forgot the name
1: of it. I
0: just uh, took a I just took a Zang, something something to Japan, something like that. Uh, yeah, he had that. That was a big hit. That was definitely a big hit, and I I'd imagine that. When he performs that if he performs that in japan they would go
1: crazy yeah i think uh, it was just called japan yeah yeah that was um, like a, that was like a big song for him that blew him up and you know he had, he had also some other songs a couple of years yeah. ago but recently we haven't really heard from him that much and my just looking at this might be might be a reason why we haven't really heard from him that much and it's kind of sad man so you know, with famous stacks recently, uh, fans or you know somebody posted something, where where they found that he wasn't he wasn't really looking that right, man. He was looking really different from what we usually seen him a couple of years ago, and it's pretty sad, man. They, DJ Academics posted, it and you can probably check it out too. And it's very sad, like how how different he's looking and how how messed up and not not in. Like he, he looks way older than he is, man.
0: Yeah, drugs tend to age you significantly. Um, and, you know, I've known Famous Dex. He's very, he's very public. He, he used to be very pu- public with his drug abuse. I don't know about these days because I don't follow him like that. But uh, according to HotNewHipHop.com, Famous Dex drug use has been well documented over the last few years. And many fans have grown concerned over his conditions. Many care for the artist, and they don't want to see him hurt himself. Just yesterday, Dex posted a video to Instagram, which shows him previewing some brand new music. In the video, Dex looks dazed and confused, all while the lyrics of the song describe a man who is depressed and losing the will to live. It was a disturbing clip that had many worried about what Dex was going through. Uh, I'm looking at the video right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely he definitely looks different than the last time I've seen him. Um, he looks gone. He looks and what's even sadder is the the music, the snippet as a backdrop apparently is detailing how depressed he is. So fans of course are now wondering if either he could overdose or kill himself. Uh I will say too Monty like famous Deck's career went it kind of went down. It declined significantly when that video came out of him beating the hell out of his girlfriend. Did you ever see that video,
1: or do you know about that? No, I never seen that, man. That's that's pretty, that's pretty, that's pretty bad to hear, man.
0: Yeah, a couple of years ago, and it cost him his freshman cover spot. He was gonna be on the freshman cover list, but um, yeah, hotel footage came out of him beating
1: the fuck out of a girl.
0: Man, why, why you gotta be
1: doing that shit, man? You you got your spotlight now, you be doing some foolish shit like that. Yeah, it's, it's definitely sad. It's definitely sad. But um,
0: but there there's another article that says that uh on urbanislands.com, Famous Dex checks in the rehab after denying drug use in viral video. Um before going to rehab, Famous Dex tried to uh rubbish claims that he's on hard drugs. He addressed the issue on Instagram live yesterday, December 20th. Fans began to raise an alarm after a photo of the rapper looking like he was under some sort of heavy drug influence hit the net. The Chicago Rappers Live was to deal with the issue though. Hold on. The Chicago rapper's live was to deal with the issue, though he may have been under the influence of something at the time of filming. Um. So, so he he checks in the rehab a day after denying that he doesn't do drugs, but it's pretty clear. He, yeah, he's on so many drugs you can't even really deny it.
1: Like, oh uh. yeah, he just like you know he's probably just mad that you know this was out there and it's like. Yo, you can't be exposing me like that. And, you know, at, at your down, at your probably one of the lowest points, it's like, I don't want, you don't want people seeing that shit. So I get why he's, you know, he's trying to trying to downplay it or, you know, misdirect and saying, you know, I'm not doing any of that shit. But, you know, but a lot of these other rappers kind of reached out to him, I guess. Annalie Chopper and also the Rich the Kid, or even Boom Gang, you know, Boom Gang, right?
0: Oh my God. Boom Gang is another example of somebody that, uh, that looked like famous decks. He got into a lot of drugs and stuff. Yeah, I yeah, know.
1: yeah. And you know, he 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 has done a, while, a lot of wild shit, a lot of a lot of foulish shit. That's like, yo, that's not cool. That mm-hmm. you be doing this shit, but but yeah, it's, uh, they actually reached out and uh, actually helped him. I guess helped him, you know, see that yo, he probably needs help and he probably needs to go to rehab. And that, it's pretty surprising that you know Bo- people like Boom Gang. Are actually telling them, "Yo, you need to check, check into rehab." Like, imagine, you know, if 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 somebody like Boom Gang is telling you, "Yo, you need help," you definitely need to get some help, you know. Because right. I think Boot Gang, he's probably, I'm, I'm definitely also happy to see that, you know, a lot of these people that are known to do a lot of the stunts and a lot of the wild shit are actually trying to do something good, you know, trying to help out and probably Boom Gang, probably you know, he probably. Dealt with, uh, dealt with his demons, too, and with a lot of drugs. And he probably got cleaned also recently. So that's, that's good to hear, you know. You always like to see people, even the people that, that has bad history, you definitely want to see them, uh, you know, make, it, make, make some good calls and uh, have, a, have a change of heart and try to do better, you know. It's good to see.
0: Facts, facts. Hell yeah, man. So um, hopefully Famous Beck stays in there and uh, get, get the help you he need. Um, sometimes when celebrities go to rehab, they check out like two days later. Yeah. So um, hopefully he completes the program because it seems like he, he really needs it. Seems like he's been going down a self-destructive path for a while now. Um, and we don't need another rapper death. I, I don't care if I'm... I, I don't care if I don't like the rapper's music. We just... We got to slow down on, on losing all these rappers. Um.
1: Yeah, man. Probably... Also, probably COVID also hit it been a lot of tough for these lot of rappers to, you know, just not being able to tour and not being probably not going anywhere. It's like you're on your own and they'd be like, yo, what, what am I supposed to do now? There's probably it's some harder even. They probably just left with themselves and probably just left to do, left with their demons, you know, probably just doing drugs and shit now. And it's like, it's it's pretty bad for your mental. That's facts, bro.
0: Um. So prayers to famous decks, and uh, moving on to the next topic. This is for real for a lighter topic though. Um, Yeah. Tia says spending time with your daughter uh, is called thought prevention hours. Um, Like, so he's really advocating for men spending time in their daughter's life. Now that by itself is great. Of course, spend time with your daughter. Like there's a lot of women with daddy issues and stuff like that. However, um, sometimes it's it is about the messenger. You know, you know how people say don't shoot the messenger. But we got like before I go into this article, we got to recall that Ti recently or was it last year? I think it was last year. Yeah, talked about getting his making sure that his daughter's hymen was intact. (laughs) Yeah,
1: which was some foulish shit, man. It's like wait, what?
0: Yeah, and she was grown, I believe. Like she was already past eighteen. And even if you're not, that's wild. And you know what's interesting? Like, when, uh, there were some women that educated me about the hymen. The hymen can break. Like, like the hymen being looked at as something that proves your virginity is something that's been debunked by a ton of people, ton of studies. You can you can break your hymen by doing cheerleading, uh, riding a bike, riding a horse. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't just have to come from somebody's penis. Um, but the fact that he, I'm not gonna lie. He's the first father I've
1: ever heard say stuff like that. Like I, I've known. Yeah, I never heard property. of that shit like ever until yeah. T.I. bought it. I was like, well, where'd you even get that idea, man? Yeah, bro.
0: Um, But Tip described him spending quality time with his daughter as stop prevention hours. The comments came in response to 21, 21 Savage, who explained how he instinctively felt more overprotective for his daughters than his sons, which the trap pioneer and father of six agreed with. T.I. said, because sons can't get pregnant. You can't keep her from running into one of them niggas. Me and Lil Duval call it thought prevention hours. Keep your daughter off the poles. You spending time going to daddy-daughter dances and taking her on trips where it's just you and her, those are thought prevention hours. Um, um, he continued, you don't do that. They're going to be somewhere in Magic City trying to figure it out. That is absolutely necessary for any father. If you ain't putting, uh, If you ain't putting in your thought prevention hours, and your daughters end up on uh, a dancer don't blame her now you did not set an example you did not show what the fuck it was that she should be doing versus what she's doing okay so there there is that there is that theory that you know women that have daddy issues end up going into porn or end up stripping or end up prostitutes
1: yeah uh, but it's not mutually but, exclusive <laughs> you know
0: exactly that's what i was about to say bro like i knew women that was raised by single mothers as well that turned out uh really well you know uh, engineers in college and stuff like that um uh, yeah <laughs> a lot of women was upset at this uh a lot of women been upset with Ti. there was somewhat there was something of an exodus in his fan base back when he talked about the hymen thing um yeah a
1: lot of guys too and <laughs> you know it's it's, yeah. it's pretty weird how you know because if you look at the interview uh 21 savage uh he was actually trying to make some good points you know actually be more down to earth than he had just comes in and like oh it's <laughs> spending time with your daughter. is thought prevention out. he just you know took it to a, a whole different direction and it's pretty interesting like when you first saw 21 savage right you never really thought he would have a, this type of personality or this type of, you know, a lot more mature outlook on life, I guess, nowadays. And it's pretty weird. You, you would think T.I. Would, would be would be that type of type of role. But it's, it's pretty it's like the it's like the roles are switched and T.I. is I mean, uh, 21 Savage is like the more mature one in the in the con- conversation.
0: Facts, facts. Um, and so I'm, I'm looking at some of the, I'm gauging some of the reaction to what TI calls stop prevention hours. And somebody said that and stripper are not mutually exclusive. Uh, pregnancy prevention should not be the sole reason you spend quality time with your daughter. Uh, QT is not even close guarantee prevention of teen pregnancy. Uh, if you don't care, oh, hold on QT. I think he means like quality time. Quality time is not even a close guarantee prevention. Damn, bro. Sometimes the grammar of these tweets be fucking me up. Like, commas aren't where they're supposed to be. All right, quality time is not even a close guarantee prevention of teen pregnancy. Uh, that's a fact. I, I agree with that. If you don't care who your sons fuck, don't care about your daughter's
1: sex life. Um, yeah, it's 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 always that double standard when it comes to a lot of males. You know, they 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 put too much focus on daughters being uh, you know sluts or whores or whatever, but then their sons be just doing all the the most foulish shit. And they'd be like, "Oh, it's not as bad." It's like, "Bro, yeah, that's even worse than that." Yeah, people have good points. Like, spend quality
0: time with your sons because a lot of the times the 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 niggas that fathers don't want their daughters to date are are like that because those niggas don't didn't have a father themselves. So, um, yes. I, overall, I agree with Tia's point. Like, it spend time with your daughter, or whatever.
1: Uh, but the way he worded it it does
0: sound pretty wild and uh
1: spend time with your kids not daughters you know <laughs> you can't be focusing on just the daughters facts yeah saying that uh sons can't get pregnant
0: um yeah but sons can make terrible decisions right they can get they can get a teenager pregnant you know they can they can do a lot of wild shit sons can do a lot of wild shit that could be prevented with quality time as well um I understand being protective over your daughter, though, but there isn't such thing as overprotectiveness. Yeah, that's why like there's a there's a
1: that probably leads uh, to a lot of people going, you know, uh, doing what the father prevented in the first place. You know, if you're you're being too overprotective.
0: Yeah. And there's a stigma on like. Have you ever heard of like the preacher's daughter, uh, Monty?
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I know it's so. Preachers spend a lot of time with their daughters. Um, They take them to Bible study. They go to church on Sundays. They make sure their daughter's reading the Bible and trying to do all this wholesome stuff with them. And there's a stigma. Now, this is a stereotype, but to a certain degree, there's some truth to it that a lot of times the daughters of strict parents turn out to be the freakiest women ever because they're so curious about, like... (sighs) it becomes a taboo like sex in itself becomes a taboo a lot of things become a taboo and um yeah yeah that's that's where they've been comes.
1: sheltered for so long and once they discover it, they're like it's like a it's like uh what do you call it like an over sensation of you know just, just the senses i guess because you're just finding it out for the first time and it's like oh my god and you you just go all out i guess yeah
0: yeah so you, you gotta you gotta find that balance if you're a parent i'm not a parent um so take that how you will but uh seems like you got to find a balance of like not being too laid back with your kids uh you know watching watching what they do and properly disciplining them but not being so overprotective that you end up pushing them away um because another another thing with being overprotective is they'll fuck around not want to talk to you because they feel like you're going to judge them or something like that so they end up talking to other people about it when in reality if you just kept the communication like straight and non-judgmental, they'll yeah. come to you with shit. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say about the thought prevention hours. Uh, it's a funny, that's a funny phrase, funny, a funny term.
1: Um, uh, yeah. 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 You got to spend uh time in the great cave and find the balance, man. <laughs> you know, in whatever you do. Right. That's why it's that, called the great cave, our show, man.
0: Hell yeah. The gray. Um, now, here's, here's, here's one of the most... This next topic concerns Congress passing a new copyright law. Now, I've read through this article, and I'm not going to to you guys. I'm still a little bit confused.
1: Yeah, I um, think a lot of people are, especially... Yeah. Yeah, especially if you're like a creator or just... Even that, even if you know, you're not, you might not get in trouble because you never know and yeah we'll we'll get into it man because it's a lot of it's very you know laws and bills are very complicated situation and it's like (laughs) us being normal people going over that shit, it's like you know we're just we're just reading what what people write about it and try to try to base our opinions on that
0: yeah so it says, there's a section from Republican Senator Thorne Tillis, which defines a felony for operating a service dedicated to providing illegal streams. And I've seen this described as something that will, quote, make illegal streaming a felony, unquote, in general, as in you can go to jail for streaming Nintendo games on Twitch. That's not really what it says. Uh, wait, a felony for like, hold on, Masi, I, I remember back in the day, bro, like. What happened to just suspending? What happened to just banning? Like, why we got to bring the law? Like, if I'm streaming a game, because Nintendo was notorious for, like, yeah. not wanting you to stream. They are notorious for, like, not wanting people to have
1: tournaments or anything like that. That but, shit is weird, man. Like, you would think, like, you you want more eyes on your product, you know? Yeah. It's all man. about that nowadays. And you yeah. you're going the opposite direction, especially Nintendo, man. They have a huge... Uh, you know with smash they have a huge fan base huge community and i've seen a lot of people uh, a lot of people be very displeasured by what nintendo's been doing and it's pretty weird as a company to make that decision
0: right 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 um yeah
1: but, it says, but for this that... build though uh, i don't think anybody like if you're a like a regular regular joe like you and me and if mm-hmm. we i guess uh, if, you're, if you're like a streamer or like a youtuber and we we probably post a youtube video and say it it gets copyrighted i think that's not what they're really talking about i think they're really targeting you know how a lot of websites are just uh uh, probably just websites or people who upload a lot of the pirated or you know streamed films like illegally oh yeah 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 that also with music and i think this is where this is where they're going to go after all those people who who distribute and kind of, you know, probably who who kind of upload all the all the music and and all the movies and shit. And I think this is like the main thing that they're that trying to go after. So, you know, we got to say goodbye to our favorite anime sites, you know, <laughs> that we watch it <laughs> yeah. all the movies, uh, all the movies that we check out <laughs> right. allegedly, but, you know, right. but it's it's crazy, man. It's I feel like this this is not good overall, cause you know a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of the movie industry, and the uh, the big music mu- music industry are kind of happy about this all passing. But you know for the little guy, or the or the independent artists or whatever independent creators, this 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 this, this is not at the end of the day this 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 might harm you or than you know do you good. So we got to be careful with these laws and especially with copyright man. It's so it's such a it's such a you know divisive uh subject. It's like it's not just black and white, you know, it's a there's a lot of grade to it too.
0: Yeah, definitely. So um it says Congress didn't have time to read the bill. Aside from copyright measures, six hundred dollar stimulus checks for adults, and other COVID-19 relief acts, the government spending package contains reams of other legislation. It's over uh, 5.5K pages long, and it allocates hundreds of billions of dollars and was only received in its current form by Congress members this afternoon. Uh, And Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, this isn't governance, Um, it's hostage-taking. Republican Senator Mike Lee had similar feelings. Quote, I've been in the Senate now for 10 years, and this is by far the longest bill that I've ever seen. Um, One of the things that is extraordinary about this one is that because of the length it is impossible that anyone will have the opportunity to read it between now and the time that it, that we will vote that's crazy bro so the bill is so fucking big like nobody's Congress, gonna bro. read
1: like 5,000 pages man not even 500 pages
0: yeah bro so there's probably all types of shit in there
1: yeah this um, is what happens with these bills you know it's not really about sending money to people because it's a, it's a stimulus bill uh in that bill there's like so many other shit in there like this is just part of it from you know the republicans and uh the you know the republicans and the democrats they 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 put like these little laws and bills inside uh with with this other shit and just it's like a compromise from both sides they're like yo we gotta put our shit in there then you know it's like uh <laughs> they gotta agree on this shit so uh, both sides i guess gotta have something in there so uh, to, so they agree on overall the stimulus bill, and it's pretty sad. There's there's also some other shit in there, like sending money to Israel and like a lot of other military industry or shit, like mm-hmm. just pointless stuff that that doesn't need any of the money, and, and you know we're just all, all the people are just left with like six hundred dollar checks, <laughs> and it's it's pretty you know that's that's how it is. That's how the government is, and and it's it's like a, it's like a thing that just happens over and over again. Uh, they're yeah. just out out here just screwing the little guys, man. The people the, like right. the regular Joes.
0: Yeah. So yeah, Monty, you're right. So reading deeper into the article. So I misunderstood. At first I thought like this would penalize people that are just streaming video games. But as you said, Monty, it does seem to uh, target more so people that run sites, which is dedicated to making money by illegally broadcasting stuff like UFC fights. Uh, so if you run if you run a website that hosts illegal streams, whether it's boxing, UFC, anime, whatever, you could be convicted of a crime punishable with a fine and a maximum of 3 to 5 years of jail time depending on certain conditions for a first
1: offense. So also there, you know, that article was just more I guess trying to trying to show that it's not as bad, but I've seen a lot of other articles also another one that's uh, that's linked in the in the docs that you know saying how this like a get getaway to like even worse copyright, even worse copyright laws. And I definitely agree with that, man. And uh, if you if you know what's going on with all the copyright shit, even on even on Twitch with the DMCA's and everything, uh, streamers are they've been like targeted like crazy. Like if you, if you even sh- uh, stream like a little song, your whole thing just gets taken down your whole video, your whole stream, you might even get banned. <laughs> I even saw that Twitch are—they're actually banning like words. You can't say like uh, you cannot say words like "simp," "incel," or some of the some of the other crazy words. Like, if you if you somehow say those words in like a derogatory term, but you know how that goes. Like sometimes even if you say it without meaning it any harm, you might get banned, man. Because there's no. There's no like uh, gray with this uh, with this shit. It's like black and white sometimes. Right. And right a lot right. of people get targeted uh, misleadingly, and uh, I feel like this kind of the same. This this uh, you know the case act this uh, copyright law that just passed. We mm-hmm. might we might see the same shit with that man, and I feel like we're gonna have a lot of a lot of bad shit coming out of this. It's just it's just big tech trying to control everything even more.
0: Yeah. Uh, so reading further into this, so it says proponents of the case say that uh, the small copyright claims tribunal proposed by the case act would be an equitable and affordable options for the graphic artists with small copyright infringement cases. Uh, so graphic artists, graphic artist guild, graphic artist guild, national president, Laura I don't know how to pronounce that last name last year said it's a solution that is long overdue for individual creators and small copyright holders for whom copyright has too often been a right without a remedy. And it's a necessary correction to a system in which infringers have been able to act with impunity uh, opponents of the of case say that uh, um, it has no it has no place in must pass legislation. the case act would mean internet users facing 30 k penalties for sharing a meme or making a video so yeah so so it is being disputed that that this can affect normal internet users. I will say though Monty like I've known graphic I've known graphic artists that have complained about people just taking their artwork and benefiting off of it uh mm-hmm. whether it's artists like taking um cover art you know, turning some some graphic artist design that they didn't pay for and and making it their cover art or or all types of stuff. Uh, There was this one dude named, I think he went by like fat Jew or fat Jewish guy and he was like notorious for taking other people's memes and work and posting it on his Instagram and making six figures off of it. So I could sympathize with the graphic artists, but I don't know, man, memes are like a big part of the internet is just sharing images
1: even music even art and i think you know the, the the right thing is like giving credit and you know even even payment uh, a lot of times but you know being going to jail i don't know man i i guess that might scare people not uh that might try to steal but the the worry here is not the people actually stealing you know like the people who upload or like distribute a lot of pirated content you know that's pretty much their livelihood it's like people doing it without knowingly you know accidentally and and you know imagine if that law targets you just uh, without you just you're just trying to share something and you're not really trying to do anything anything like you know just negatively or just try to steal steal directly from the artist and that's that's where the worry lies you know
0: yeah, man. It's, it's crazy, man. I'm just, I'm just still blown away with the fact that this was included in a 5.5 K uh, page bill and that they're going to be able to vote on this without actually reading what's in it. It's like a, I don't know. And and the pressure's on them because you know, everybody wanted the $600 well, people wanted more than $600 stimulus, but people been wanting some stimulus check relief, right? So the public is pressuring them to let this go through. But if it goes through, so does all the other shit that we don't know is in the bill goes through. Uh,
1: you know, that's wild. This is just going to empower the music industry or the big labels. It's not going to empower any of the small artists, man. Yeah, man. That's sad. It's definitely sad news. Um, but I think, I think this was also done because, you know, with COVID, a lot of the music industry people lost out on the, the one of the main ways they make money with touring, you know, and they've been dying to find any other way to target people just to get any type of revenue. So that's why, you know, that's why even Twitch, a lot of people are getting the hard DMCA's because, you know, music industry, they're hungry for that money, man. And they're, they try to get that any way that they can. And so you know if you use their music <laughs> you're going to get dmca would and, and they they're, they're probably going to get all that money back they got to get it somehow man since they can't tour anymore so
0: yeah and even cd project red put out a warning like yo we want you to stream our games but uh when when streaming cyberpunk 2077 please like mute mute the parts where the music comes in because uh, otherwise you will get dmca
1: but I've seen a lot of options recently in video games that you could actually turn off the copyright music. So imagine okay. that, it's, it's, been, it's gotten so bad that games are actually putting in-game options where you could turn the music off, like the actual copyrighted music off. And music plays a big
0: part in the, game, the gaming experience too. So I'm how yeah.
1: that,
0: I've never played a game turn like
1: with, with the music turned off <laughs> like that that seems weird but that that's really like immersive immersion breaking you know it's yeah. like it's not as it's not as good without the music. Definitely um yeah so um
0: if there's if there's more developments on there or if more news comes out of other crazy stuff that's in that 5.5k bill then we'll definitely talk about it. But um as yeah of now, let me
1: know if you get that six hundred dollar check man <laughs> Bro,
0: they've juxtaposed what we're getting, what people in U.S. are getting to other countries, and you got other countries getting, like, 1.5K, you got other countries getting 3,000, 2,000, like, we're, we're at the bottom tier when it comes to Western first world countries.
1: Pretty um, much. Yeah, we, we're pretty much getting scraps compared to a lot of other countries. They get, they, they get like, I don't know, some percent of their salaries, and they, they get a lot of stuff. And we, we get bare minimum, man. And it's not even, it's even less than bare minimum. We get it. The last one, I think the first one was like months, six, seven months ago. And, you know, we're just now getting like the second or third one. That's insane. Yeah. But when the big banks and all that shit,
0: when, when they're in trouble, they get bought out. Like, you know what I mean? The, oh, yeah. The,
1: the government's there right away for them, man. Yeah.
0: The government's quick to help the big businesses and stuff. But when it comes to the small people, uh it seems like oh here's a measly six hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, but, um, I did see a
1: meme though. <laughs> I I saw a meme that uh, Sony is rubbing their hands because you know I think the PlayStation costs uh, I think four hundred or five hundred, and you know it's the six hundred dollar check. You know where where that money is gonna go? Bro, that's a lot hilarious. Of
0: that is hilarious. Sony being excited for the six hundred dollar stimulus checks. That's
1: hilarious. See, even indirectly, you know, these big companies uh, win at the end of the day, even when we get the money. Brother, I, I agree with you, Monty. There's definitely
0: going to be a lot of people that spend that, that $600 on a PS5 and, like, games and stuff. Um, Yeah, guys. Well, hopefully, if y'all get it, um, <laughs> take care of yourselves with that $600. Um, hopefully, pay y'all bills and all that before you think about
1: getting a PS5 and all that shit. Yeah, uh, or you could send that to us. We'll set up a Patreon link. Or donation link. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so
0: Monty, um, to wrap it up, man, what what have you been consuming lately?
1: What media? Man, I, I was kind of lacking because I haven't really watched anything. Then I actually started checking out this this Netflix show that dropped a new Korean Netflix show. It's called Sweet Home, which is interesting because uh you might you might actually like this because this is actually based on a South Korean. Uh, not even a manga, like it's like a web comic, webtoon, but it's very much, it's pretty much a manga if you, if you, if you like, you know, just want to call it that. And it's pretty interesting because you, you're the one who put me on Korean, you know, the manga scene. You know, it's like they, it's pretty much mangas but with color, right? So th- this is this is what this, uh, you know, the what what is based on the webcomic is is pretty much just like that, man. And it's pretty interesting man i feel like i feel like you already you already read it or something cuz it's like something you would, you'd read it's called sweet home and it's about this uh group of people like people who live in an apartment complex and they're pretty much locked up in there and okay so so sweet home is like what genre is it though it's like uh it's like an end of the world monster monster type manga or like an anime show live action obviously and It's definitely, it's definitely like it has that heavy manga anime vibe. Where these people, you know, they're they're stuck inside this apartment complex, and the the whole world has gone to shit pretty much, and everybody turned into these crazy monsters. Like these are not just you know regular zombies. These these people, like every 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 people, look different. Like some people could be looking like insane big monsters. Somebody could be looking like a spider. Uh, it's insane. Like one of these monsters in the show, it's like huge, like towering over almost like twenty foot, <laughs> and, and it's fucking insane. And these are like, and you can't even kill them easily, man. You even after you chop their heads off, they still come back, and it's like insane, man. Like overpowered. But the show is actually pretty nice. It's, it's it, it, it does get a little cheesy sometimes, you know. It has that cheesy characters, but the characters are pretty the they're also like very over exaggerated like in a lot of a lot of animes and a lot of mangas but they actually they're actually pretty fun man it's like seeing all these different characters deal with this shit and how they interact and what happens and so far i'm only in fourth episode and i'm 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 excited to find out how this ends man there's a there's a lot of good shows coming out from netflix man it's crazy i can't keep up man yeah shout out to netflix
0: man they they are they are turning up um and there's, there's anime that I've been waiting to watch because a lot of anime reviewers have been talking about the show called uh, The Great Pretender, which I think is about.
1: Oh, man, I was going <laughs> to mention that because I think I told you that I was checking out a couple of animes and that you're going to be surprised by, by the ones that I'm checking out. And Great Pretender was actually one of them. Oh, it's not. Did you finish it? nah nah i I was going to talk about it after i'm I'm done with it because there was a there was another enemy i was going to talk to you about but yeah that's that's for that's for another time okay okay
0: well on my end man uh similar to you monty like i didn't really know what to like say for this week in terms of what i've been reading or consuming or watching but uh one thing like the last thing i've been watching though was uh also on netflix uh, and it centers around Scientology. right? you've heard about Scientology
1: before, right? Yeah, yeah, I definitely. They also have a. They had a huge documentary that blew up a couple of years ago. Are you talking about that? Did you or you watching that? No, it's a
0: it's a show by Leah Remini, and oh okay, it's okay. called Scientology and the Afterman, and it's it centers around interviewing people that got that got fucked over by this cult. Guys, if you don't know what Scientology is, it was a religion created by a science fiction writer by, uh, by the name of L. Ron Hubbard. And um, L. Ron Hubbard died. Uh, I don't know if it, he died in the 80s or 90s, but he died and a guy named David Miscovich took his place. And he has turned Scientology into this uh, tax exempt religion. And bro, they went to war with the IRS. They intimidated oh, yeah. the IRS. And they uh, the FBI even raided them uh, one time. And like you know, spoke. everybody
1: says you you can't go with the one thing you can't avoid is like taxes, man, the IRS. But damn, and Scientology did it, bro. They 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 avoided they they beat the IRS
0: after a five-year battle. And um, also Clearwater, like there was an episode on how they took over or are, are taking over this town in Florida called Clearwater, and they're just buying property after property, and the whole downtown is like a ghost town. Because everything, like over half of it is owned by Scientology. So nobody even wants to go downtown anymore. And uh That's a insane, big part- man. Yeah, yeah. They're just getting
1: more powerful because they had a big six part expose, like a documentary series that was like huge on HBO that that just kinda revealed like how messed up they are, how how much they control shit. And you would think after that, you know, a lot of people would be like, you know, after you get exposed, you would fall over, you know, a lot of people. Uh, you know, after a lot of big documentaries, a lot of things get, you know, get get in trouble with the law. Right? But, you know, it seems like with Scientology, they just keep growing stronger.
0: Definitely, definitely. And there's like, I mean, David, David Miscavige's dad came out and spoke against him and he's been treated horribly. Uh, Shelly, Shelley is David's wife and she ain't been seen since 2006. So nobody knows what happened to his wife. She 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 used to be a big fan of um, or she used to be a Scientologist. She might still be. But for some reason, nobody knows. Ever since 2006, nobody has seen her. So That's we don't crazy.
1: Know. And imagine if she's dead somewhere.
0: <laughs> yeah, That's
1: insane. Yeah, or in prison. Like, yeah,
0: Scientology is known to like lock people in from the inside
1: and outside. So
0: it's uh, insane they
1: got- how they haven't got in trouble for this shit, man. This like, you know, these are illegal, illegal things that they have done, and it's insane how they get away with this shit. You know, that just shows if you're like. If you have some type of money and if you're like powerful, even the government can't, uh, they won't do anything with you. On, on is-
0: some of their properties, dog, they got spikes in barbed barb wire. Now you might think like, oh, they're, they're trying to stop people from coming in, but they also got it on the inside, which implies that they don't want people to climb out as well.
1: Yeah, they're they're not trying to stop people from getting in. They're trying to stop people from getting out pretty much. Yeah.
0: And there was this girl named Valerie who left in 2016 who's been exposing them. And she said she had to escape through a trunk. Like, she got into a random person's trunk and was in there for, like, three hours. And uh, that's how she got out. That's crazy.
1: See, that's crazy. Like, the way, if you leave, for them to leave you alone is to come out publicly and just start talking shit about them. I guess that's the way to go. They they'll probably go easy on you because they don't want any more any more trouble from people just you know, you, you can't leave a leave a quiet life after you leave the leave the church, I guess.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's why I've been watching. I, I, I would encourage you guys to watch it if you're into like cults and this cult actually being like in a lot of cult documentaries, it's like retrospective. Like the cult it covers the cult's rise and fall. But as of right now, scientology has not been falling. They've just been getting more and more powerful. And um it's the only it's the only entity, as you said, Monty, like there's that whole saying, like, one thing that's definite in life is taxes and uh death. But this organization beat the IRS. I can't I can't say that like I can't I can't emphasize that enough because and they they went at employees of the IRS. They put private investigators to to investigate the lives of like people that work at the irs that's some next
1: level shit
0: they intimidated them yeah it's it's wild bro so uh, i was gonna
1: ask like how do they get this amount of power how do they get this amount of money but then i'm thinking like you know a lot of famous celebrities and a lot of famous people are part of this and i heard if you're like part of scientology all your money pretty much goes to them you're like pretty much part of the quote-unquote family and I think you know they probably that that's where all they get the money from all the power you if you're liking because you know it's been it's been rumored like a lot of famous people are in scientology still like you know the main big one is probably tom cruise is is like the big name that that everybody knows that he he's like a big scientology figure it's pretty insane man how how much they they just keep getting power and just Keep buying up everything and you know you know that's when you get have real power is when you have like property you know real estate
0: yeah and when you can have person after person after person come out and say that they've been beat up uh false falsely imprisoned and all that and nothing happens because uh, they always go to the fbi like every every person that leaves scientology they go to the fbi but the fbi it seems like they always say that they don't have enough evidence which is crazy? Or
1: they're under Scientology's control, man. They probably been <laughs> paid off. You want to talk about
0: like an Illuminati, man? Scientology, there, there's an accurate conspiracy you can lay on them in terms of their power. Like this, these are this is a real thing. You know what I mean?
1: So exactly, like you know, a lot of people just talk about Illuminati this, Illuminati that. Like you know, we have these fucking, you know, front of our eyes. These corpor- uh, these big entities are just big cults and corporations yep. just in front of you. Uh, this is like the real Illuminati, pretty much in yeah. front of your eyes.
0: Yeah, it seems like people really don't want to deal with that that evil. Um, they rather speculate on what could be the mystery, the, the mysterious nature of certain entities. But um, yeah, man, that's pretty much what I've been watching. And uh, yeah, I think that's about it, Monty. I think we've covered everything and uh, this has been episode, what, 11?
1: yeah episode 11 uh, all right we're gonna have we're gonna have probably the last episode of 2020 next week man may one
0: yeah the last episode of 2020 i'm looking forward to it man um but until then guys uh have a merry christmas or enjoy your holidays if you don't celebrate christmas happy holidays and uh yeah we'll talk to you soon we'll see you guys soon